0: The future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio. The future. The future. Radio is
1: I mean, the thing is, it's like she took it, mm-hmm. and then I sat there and I was like, "But, but are you going to give it back?" You to me?
0: looked like you couldn't be trusted. That's
1: the thing. Well, no, it's not that I, I couldn't be trusted. It's that um, she just took it from me.
0: It that was like, no, that's nice. mine now.
1: And then, oh. And then walked off. But the thing is, I didn't know what to do about it.
0: Did you get it back?
1: I did eventually, but somebody else had to ask for it. Were it you? was really awkward. We're going to have to talk about okay. this. Okay. Hello, everyone. <laughs> this is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler. Here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we're live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, and available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. So much to talk about today, but we do want to say this. Thank you, everyone. For picking up your tickets to the Portland Podcast Festival. We are
0: so excited. It's a week and a half away. And
1: if you haven't picked them up yet, do it now. Pick them
0: up. You can get is, all of them for both nights. So we uh, we have the Podcast Festival kicking off on Friday, November 9th at the Landmark Saloon. And then Saturday on November 10th at the Hawthorne Theater and Lounge. You can get your tickets to both nights, all the shows, uh, by going to pdxpodfestival.com. Indeed.
1: And there are some special things that are going to be happening during the Podcast Festival. Each show is kind of doing something unique. Um, Minority Retort with uh, the one and only Jason Lamb is going to be on the Friday show and... Um, I know there's a special guest. I think I'm, they've announced it. has been announced. It. Yeah. Keelan King's going to be on there. We're Keelan, spoiling it.
0: Come on. Keelan's
1: going to be on there with a very special episode of Fun with Race that's going to be on Minority Retort, and that's happening on the Friday night. You do not want to miss that. Um, the show that I do for the manual called Beards, Booze, and Bacon, we're doing a show, and we just worked out We worked out what our show is going to be yesterday.
0: Oh, so you, you had like your whole meeting? You're we had a whole meeting. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah.
1: We had a meeting. There's um one of the people is flying in from South Carolina for the show.
0: Wow. There
1: is going to be an audience participation point where the audience will be allowed to participate
0: in what we're doing. Oh boy.
1: It's going to be fun.
0: So that's so that's happening. Hot Garbage Podcast is gonna be there too. Yep, like, they'll it's be there be too. Pitch please uh my West Coast Buds, which is um all about like marijuana and uh-huh. like, it's it's very interesting. And then also uh Laughing in the Dark, which I'm really laughing excited
1: Laughing in the Dark, yep, and they'll all be there at that. I mean it's it's gonna be it's gonna be a fun night. And that's the Friday night at Landmark Saloon. So get your tickets for that. I may be a little bit drunk after our show, but it's gonna be it's going to be
0: well, fun. Friday's like the, um, you know, like we're starting because it's kind of the kickoff party where everyone can kind of meet and greet. Everybody can come hang That's out. That's why I think it's going and to be really. The doors will be open
1: extra early that day. They'll, they'll be open, be open early,
0: but there are only a limited amount of tickets that are being sold. And plus, if you do get one of those tickets, you do get to come to the pre-party. So, yeah. So if you do pick those up, uh, let us know. You'll be put on a list, but it is first come, first serve. So it is limited for how many people can actually be there for the first night of the festival. And it's only ten dollars. Yes,
1: it's ten dollars for the first night. So pick up your tickets now for the Landmark Saloon on uh, November ninth. Come down, hang out with us, watch some shows. It's actually it's done by nine, so it's like not even a, you know, you're not even going to be there late, late unless you want to <laughs> hang out afterward, which we might be doing. But yeah. It's, uh, it's going to be fantastic.
0: Not too late, because I want to look a little fresh-faced for, it, no, for yeah, Saturday. Exactly.
1: Well, we'll we'll figure that out, but we'll definitely be there <laughs> hanging out. And so we would love to see uh, see everybody come down there. So pick up your tickets now, pdxpodfestival.com. And let us know
0: when you do. We'd love to give you a shout-out on the show.
1: Mm-hmm. And as far as the volunteer questions, yes, we are going to need volunteers. I think uh, Sarah's talked to some people, and I know I'm we're be posting that, yeah. something. We'll be, uh, we will definitely need some volunteers. Um, so... Yeah, that's uh, very much needed, so thank you everybody who's doing that. pdxpodfestival.com. Awesome. All right, so over this last weekend, Sarah and I, one of these strange things that Sarah and I sometimes get to do, it's a, uh, our lives are strange sometimes.
0: I know, everybody's are, but like every once in a while, I step back, I'm like, this is kind of an odd night. Yeah. Yes, this is. Yeah,
1: even for us, it's odd Even sometimes. for us,
0: it was, I mean, it was unique and fun. And, oh, it was fantastic. And it's not something that we, all right, so I'll, let me just speak openly. Yes. So as I've talked about before, I, of course, am a cater waiter, which is a fancy way of saying like I work um, as a bartender for like private events, like um, like weddings and um, like corporate parties, uh, holiday parties, anything. So I do a lot of things where I am on the working side of these big extravagant events. Yes. However, this past weekend, I got to be not on the giving end, but on the receiving end of a very glamorous party. And one of our friends, um, her husband threw her this giant Halloween-slash-birthday party. And so we went with some friends uh, onto this. It was basically a pirate boat, a pirate ship-like boat night thing.
1: We should say what this is. So here in Portland, like if you're not from Portland, uh, the Willamette River flows right through downtown. It's kind of one of the the main dividing point of the city. And so there's the Willamette River there, and there are... Um, you know, just like any city with that, there are river boats that hang out on there. Not, I'm not talking casino style, but I'm talking, uh, fancy boats that can be rented for parties. You know, one of them, the Portland spirit holds like a couple hundred people, but there's other ones. And the the one that we went on was called the Willamette star and it held like, I don't know, a hundred people. I or think something there were like probably like, about
0: like 80 or 90 people on it.
1: Yeah. And so it's, it's basically like a giant yacht is what it is. Oh, it's, it's a giant, it is like, a giant yacht. it's. Yeah. Incredible. It's a giant, like, two, three-story yacht. And um, this birthday party was held on that. Yeah, I'm going to say there is some money in the family in that side. Like- uh, not, it's a, we're not related to any of these people, but... Um, well, I know I said the family, it, yeah, it, yeah. It made no, it sound like it was. I was saying it was my family
0: or something. No, no, no. So yeah, there was some yeah. money put into the party. Yes, yes. It was very. So like we. It was
1: very cool. We all
0: met up before at like this fancy bar, and everyone's like dressed up in all their like pirate accoutrements. Like it's all like super fancy. Everything is paid for. Yes. Which is just. I'm not used to that. Are no, you me neither. No. No, not at all. Because I work, and I made sure, I mean, we all made sure to, like, make sure that we had tons of tip. because remember, I, I do these events a lot, we're like, oh, well, we have to make sure we have tons of cash so we can, like, tip the people. Right.
1: But, but to explain what it is, so yeah, so we all went on this this boat, and... um. Well,
0: I'm doing the build-up to the boat. So we got to meet at, like, the fancy place before. Oh, gotcha.
1: Okay. Then,
0: right. um, then we all got to, like, wander in our pirate. You know, it's all, like, kinds of, like, silly pirate jokes. That they're like, all right, get ready to walk the plank. We're like, oh, my God.
1: Mm-hmm. It
0: was pretty amazing. So you walk down down to the waterfront to, like, this, you know, fancy, like, yacht slip where, where the boat is waiting, where there's, like, Christmas, or, Christmas, Halloween music playing. For some random reason, there were fireworks downtown. I have no idea why.
1: Yeah, I don't think that was associated... I don't think it was... I think it was just coincidence.
0: I think it was a coincidence, but right as we were loading the ship, like, everyone's in there. It's two stories, open bar, open food, mm-hmm. um, you know, people walking around serving, like, hors d'oeuvres and everything. It was amazing.
1: Yeah. So we we get on the boat, and it was it was really cool. You know, we didn't know a ton of people. We know a few people, but not a ton of them. And uh, And got on there, and everybody's dressed like a pirate. And... Everybody, of course, starts drinking because it's a pirate. I mean, anytime it's pirate theme, of course oh, yeah. you're going to have to going to have to start drinking. No, and it was and, and it
0: was like food and like drinks, so you could just go up to the bar and get whatever kind of uh, cocktail that you want. And then like there was a back deck, and you could look over the Willamette, and everyone's just looking ridiculous, and it's so swanky, but you know everyone's wearing you know like weird like spirit costume, you know like crappy pirate costumes and the right. fancy costumes and everything in between. It was, it was a pretty interesting juxtaposition of, like, fancy and, uh, I don't know, kind of trashy.
1: Well, I mean, a little bit of both. Yeah. I would say it's a little bit of
0: both. That's why I found and, it so exciting.
1: And, um, you know, so you get on there. But, of course, you know, since everybody is drinking, you know, things start going. Things, everybody's having a good time. And at one point, you know, a lot of people had these fake plastic swords. And I had a sword. Because, of course, I have, a, I have to have a sword. Um, it wasn't a real weapon, but it was my sword nonetheless that I picked up during the day, because you can't be a pirate without a sword, in my opinion. Oh, my and so,
0: God. Let me tell you, I had to go shopping with Greg for his pirate sword because he didn't know what to, like, find for his pirate outfit. Those pop-up Halloween stores, that oh, is something. the definition of my nightmare. I have never been into one like that. Holy mother of God, it was, like, the soundtrack of a nightmare.
1: It's with the, it's with the sound, you know, kind of on a loop. And it's like it's...
0: And screaming, and then, like, weird things. Like, the all, same
1: songs over and over. Like, it, Monster Mash is playing, and then the same, like, creep... that. But then everyone's, then like, like,
0: pressing every single thing that makes a noise inside of the store. So it's all, like, shrieks and screams and kids running around poking you with wands. You know, because it's, like, basically um, these Halloween stores take up an abandoned office space, yeah. fill it with a whole bunch of Halloween crap, sell it, you know, for, like, a month, and then, like, break it all down. So it's right. just stuff is... Everywhere. It's on the floor. It's dirty. It's... I think,
1: didn't uh, Tristan used to work at one of those? I'm pretty sure he no, did. No,
0: he worked at a legitimate one. Well, like these one are they're...
1: legitimate Halloween stores. I mean, the mm-hmm. spirit ones are, they're all over the country. But like, those are more, huge. but
0: those are pop ups. Like Tristan worked at a store that was it all oh, year party. round. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I see party what you mean. Store. Um, no, this is one that they just fill with all the Halloween crap uh-huh. and it's just like, like there are boas littering the floor and there are children screaming there's only like one person at the checkout line it's pretty <laughs> it's pretty madness yeah
1: it's pretty much madness I mean there was a guy too passing out flyers for his Halloween party which I thought was strange like full page um, pieces of paper printed out for his Halloween party and he was just walking around outside and inside the store I mean like <gasps> here man it's my Halloween party I'm like oh, oh all right. my god
0: I saw that like
1: I don't want to go and he was charging $10 for his Halloween party I'm like I don't want to. I don't hey, want to go to your strange Halloween party. I don't want to go to your
0: Halloween party on like hundred and seventieth. No. Yeah, <laughs> no,
1: I don't want to go there, and I also don't want to give you ten dollars to go there. That sounds like ten dollars. I'm gonna pay ten dollars to get stabbed. Like, no, thank you. Yeah. But who does? Who goes and passes out flyers at Spirit Halloween store to try I, to get that to look guy? Their, I mean, it seemed
0: parties. it was. It's I really haven't strange. seen that. Array of, and then so I had to try and embrace it because either was going to have a panic attack or I was going to take mental notes for the show. Mm-hmm. I'm like, all right. So we finally found like the pirate section and Greg got his, the uh, I don't know, what what did you get? Like a pirate? Like, oh, I
1: grabbed a couple of things for pirate stuff because I don't really have a pirate costume per se, but I mean, it was pirate themed. So you had to dress like a pirate. And, you know, we have so many friends that are in, like, <laughs> PDX-YAR, which we'll be talking about here in just a little bit, yeah. that it's, it's a little intimidating to try to dress like a pirate when there's all, all of them. I
0: feel like such a faker. I mean, even though they're not also real pirates, but, like, they've been <laughs> doing it a long time. And yeah. they, like, look as what I believe to be what authentic pirates look like. Yeah. So then I'm not sure exactly what to do because I'm, yeah. I'm not going to dress like a wench because that is— Oh, yeah. You're not going to do that? Yeah. I'm sorry. This is as low cut as my shirts get. Right, you which know, it's, it's about which is three inches above her neck right yes, now. Yes, yeah. <laughs> um, it's basically a turtleneck. Like, yeah. No, I I don't do like the sexy cut. Co- which you do. You. you know, some do. people do, and I think that's great. I think
1: it's I do too. Great. Just I'm
0: not comfortable with that. So yeah. I wanted to just be like right. some. So I had but like fi- multiple layers, like Stevie Nicks kind of pirate thing going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah.
1: You did. You had a very. It was almost like a, a like a 20s like like fapper chick or flapper Stop chick. i saying
0: fapper. It's flapper. flapper. Oh my god. Flapper chick. I think that other word is, means something different.
1: Isn't it? That, those are the like dancers from like the 20s. The
0: flappers are. Flappers. With an L. With a hard L.
1: Flapper. Okay.
0: Do you know what the other thing is?
1: I don't know. Something bad?
0: You really don't know what... Okay. I'm not even going to tell you. Flappers? Flappers? Yes, Greg. Are you serious? How do you work in pop culture and you don't know what fapping is?
1: Oh... No, I know what that is, but that's not that's something. Oh, but somebody actually is. I didn't know there was another term for that. Okay, never mind. Never mind. I thought that was something else. Okay. No. Okay, you're a a flapper.
0: So I look like a flapper. So you're a (laughs) flapper.
1: My bad. My bad. God.
0: (laughs) But Greg really wanted to go all like all like full douche pirate.
1: Okay. Yeah. So no, you were yeah you were you look like a flapper pirate.
0: I felt like it was like a slap. I I didn't know what to do to, because I didn't have all kinds of like bobbles and things. I'm like, I'm just going to, I have a ton of scarves and a lot of eye makeup and some, a lot of jewelry. Like, I'm just going to go for that route.
1: Greg, on the other hand, Mm -hmm.
0: went for the eye patch. Yeah, I
1: went for the eye patch and I had like the jacket. It was fine. It was a fine Halloween costume. And Um, the most exciting part of your costume for you, the sword. Your sword. I had a sword. Greg had a sword. Yes, I did. I have my sword. I had to have a sword. So I have my sword, and I get onto the boat. I have my sword. And we're we're hanging out. I didn't want to bring my real sword. and Or or either one of them.
0: Oh, my God. But it was so funny, though, is that every other person who had a sword, you guys all had the exact
1: same sword. There was a bunch of us that had the same sword. Yeah. (laughs) That's that's fine. It's fine. But there were definitely people who didn't have swords. And so what happened is we were sitting on the back. uh, They had, like, an open-air back section to this boat. And I was sitting there, and um, (laughs) a sword fight broke out where there are people fighting with their swords. And this woman who I've never, I didn't know, she walks up and she's like, hey, I need a sword. I need a sword right now. And I'm like, well, okay, you you can borrow my sword. And so she took my sword and started fighting some guy. And then I'm sitting there watching. I'm like, okay, well, as soon as she's done, can I'm going to I gonna have get my, sword my sword back. I want can I have my sword my back? <laughs> back? I want my sword back, but I don't want to be that guy. So I didn't want to be, you know, all up in her face. But I'm like, can I have my sword back? So I was like, no, she'll give it back. And then I see her, she fights and she's over there standing and I'm kind of looking out of the corner of my eye, like trying not to make it a big deal, like I'm looking. Even though it's a huge deal. Even though I really want my sword back?
0: Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a pretty big deal. Yeah.
1: And then I see her, she like tucks it in her belt
0: and just turns around and like walks down the <gasps> stairs and walked off. And I'm like, Dude. how are you ever going to find her on an isolated boat and get your plastic sword back?
1: Panicking on the inside. Oh man! Because she had my sword, and then so uh, so I was like, okay, do I do I walk up to her and be like, hey, can I have my sword back, or, or or do I make? Does that make it seem like I'm causing too big of an issue? Like I'm making it too big of a deal because well, I mean, it shouldn't be that big to... a deal. Because she just took it like it was hers, and like she got done just went Om. like, oh, she put it into her belt, put it into her belt.
0: Like, didn't just, like,
1: walk off with it in her hand, not thinking. Like, put it into her belt and then just walked on down the stairs.
0: Ooh, I don't know. That's awkward. It's
1: kind of awkward, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, because at that point, you would even if you weren't doing it on purpose, you would intentionally realize you're putting a sword you didn't previously have into your belt. Like, that's not a common thing to do.
0: Yeah, and then I don't quite know, because I know the girl you were talking about, and she was very, very nice, but also very high-spirited. And I believe that she would have... If you tried to like grab it back she would be like, "What are you doing?" Yeah. This is my sword now.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It was um it was awkward. So I didn't do <laughs> that's the thing. I didn't do anything. She just walked off with my sword and I just let it happen.
0: So did you ever get it back?
1: Uh well, later 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 in the night because i had talked about how uh, i think she still got my sword somebody else said to her uh, what compelling conversations you were having on the boat yeah, i think really...
0: i think that girl over there has my sword that
1: girl has my sword and <laughs> then finally somebody was like hey um that's my friend's sword and she was like F- uh, fine and like gave me gave me the sword back but it was like really awkward and really uncomfortable and she'd had it for like an hour and a half oh yeah yeah
0: that's when you find I would probably have at that point. Like, what been, would like, you have hey, done? hey, can I just get that back now? Yeah,
1: I didn't want to, I didn't want to like make a big scene though, because I didn't know anybody on there and I didn't want to be that guy.
0: Yeah. You know? Because you don't want to be shamed for like, oh, what? So I can't play with like your $5 plastic sword. Exactly.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because then I would come across as that guy.
0: But that is an integral part of my costume.
1: That was kind of what it was. Courtney is saying she may have been going by Pirate Law, which isn't, which is true. I mean, possibly. Maybe I should have. But then it's like, what am I going to do? Yeah. Uh, Edward says, this is why I don't care to be around people drinking, too much like work. Uh, that, that needed a thanks bitch. <laughs> no, I wasn't going to do that. No. I wasn't that concerned about the sword. But I didn't want my sword back. So anyway.
0: All right. So eventually, did you like, watch her like, set it down somewhere? Is that how you got it? No,
1: because somebody came up and said it to her. That's what I was saying. Yeah. So somebody came up and said it to her, and then she begrudgingly, which it wasn't me, which makes it even worse, uh, then she begrudgingly gave it back to me. Oh. Yeah.
0: Yeah, if you didn't do it, you sent someone Super else to awkward. do it.
1: Super I didn't send somebody, they volunteered to go do it. Super awkward. Anyway, that's what that's what happened with that. Then after that, we um we headed out and Sarah had uh, an incident.
0: Well, not an incident. You make it sound like something bad. I dropped my phone in a puddle because if you remember on Saturday if you were here in Portland, Oregon, it right. was dumping rain I mean I know yeah, we live in Portland but this was like an aggressive rainstorm it was so rainy and so muddy yeah. and- you know we've had
1: two tornadoes now in the last 48 hours where in Portland yeah what no yeah no, no joke like real tiny ones comparatively but yeah there was a tornado in North Portland on Sunday that turned over like some I mean this isn't like this is not an, uh, any uh, kind of comparing yeah. to the South or the Midwest or you know the plains or anything but for here we don't get that kind of weather like hardly ever and there was a yeah there was a tornado in north portland that turned over some empty um like semi-trucks and Whoa. then there was one yesterday in forest grove
0: what bubble have i been well, i guess yesterday i was kind of off the radar since i was knocked out with nyquil and trying to not be sick yeah i had no idea
1: yeah no it's been two there was one sunday and one yesterday
0: wow yeah. okay well, there's yeah. some
1: video showing that some of the clouds i mean it's creepy looking yeah. i can only imagine everybody who's listening you know in the like i said the midwest and the south who deal with like crazy i know we have some real yeah, tornadoes
0: some friends who are in the midwest who are just like listening to us like shoveling snow out of their driveways like shut up
1: shut yeah up. <laughs> totally totally i mean and, and the, like real tornadoes these are like ef zeros which are like the smallest tornadoes yeah. you can get um but still It's tornado in Portland.
0: Uh, Well, it was dumping, and yeah, and after we got off of um, after we off the boat, our dear friend Trina came and picked us up, and then um, we drove over to this crazy party. But of course, when we were getting out, I'd had my phone in my lap and hadn't thought about it. Mm -hmm. And as I got out of the car, bloop, I didn't even realize it. Yeah, I went into the party, wandering around. I saw this like cool sculpture thing that I wanted to take a picture of, and reached in my purse for my phone wasn't there, burp, burp, burp. walked back over to the car, looked at uh, the passenger seat. I'm like, oh, it's not in there. And I see something kind of flickering down uh, in like a three-inch puddle going along the side of the sidewalk. And uh, well, I guess So no, the light was river. still on? Yep, and it was flashing, and it was my phone. It had been marinating in there for about a half an hour.
1: Marinating
0: Yeah, I got it to work for like half a second, Street then it just water. Went, and then it just died.
1: Yeah, I mean, that is a, that's the worst feeling, because I've had that happen. I know.
0: I'm really bummed. I really did like that phone. I mean, I dropped mine. I had that
1: waterproof phone for a while, except I cracked it, and so it had like a tiny little crack in it. Which
0: made it not waterproof? Very
1: much not waterproof. Yeah. I mean, like, <laughs> instantly not waterproof, because I dropped it in, that, in the, the water jug at Landmark on accident. I thought it was secure on the top, and I set it on top, and it just went bloop, and I pulled it immediately out, but toast. Just oh, that was when done. the top
0: was off, and you thought you were setting it on the yep. top. Yep, genius. I mean, and it was
1: it was instantly fried. Like there was no turning it back on. Oh after yeah,
0: it.
1: yeah. It's a, it's it's. No, a, so I just left mine alone. Feeling. I know
0: there's no way it's coming back ever. It was completely submerged in a yeah. body of water for a half an hour. Mm-hmm. But I'm gonna miss it. Yeah, you did like your phone. I loved my phone, mm-hmm. and I've been really. I'm, I, it lasted for like two years. That's pretty good. That's a pretty solid thing. And I had like my sparkly case on it with the googly eyes. You did. Yep, the
1: googly now eyes. Now I just have this
0: sad one that's just like barely works. My contacts don't change over. It's just like.
1: You have the same phone that I have.
0: I mean, it's a wonderful phone.
1: Hmm. Oh.
0: Yes, everything's great. I'm just happy to have a phone Once in general. Some, some people don't have phones. Yes. Yes. Anyway, so Pirate Night, that was a lot of fun.
1: Yes, it was very cool. Yeah, it was, got it was really cool. Back, right I got his sword back. I right. I do get wire. my sword back. I just feel mm-hmm. I don't know if I did the right thing. I, maybe I should have made a scene. I really
0: excuse don't excuse me. That give that me is... my
1: sword back, madam. Like, see, then I would have been that guy no matter what I did. Like, she knew what she was doing. It was a smart move on her part. Oh yeah, she's like she was awesome. She's like this guy's not going to do anything.
0: Oh yeah, no, she. He's she not going to do a out. damn
1: thing about she this. She
0: sussed you out. She's like, well, he she looks was right. uncomfortable. Comfortable Like, I could just take this from. him.
1: Damn it! Ah, I'm that guy. It sucks. All right. Well, anyway, there we are. Should we do some World of Crazy?
0: I think I'm ready. I should say something,
1: too, to everybody who um, was noticing that we didn't put a show up yesterday. Uh, Sarah wasn't feeling the greatest, so that's why we uh, we took the day off.
0: Sorry. I really thought that. I was feeling a little, like, I was so exhausted and kind of mm-hmm. sick feeling that I was feeling almost hallucinating. Yeah. I, that is the worst time to try and be clever or be around other people. Yeah. I mean, maybe sometimes some the best because you say some weird stuff, but I definitely needed some rest. I had—I didn't sleep at all the night before. I just could not. I don't know what's going on.
1: Yeah, you needed a break.
0: Like maybe a little bit of the podcast festival stress. I don't know. Uh,
1: buy your tickets. Buy your tickets to the Portland Podcast mm-hmm. Festival. Buy your tickets.
0: Oh, hello, my friends. My name is Sarahx Dylan. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. Uh, first up. Out of New Hampshire, of course, another year, another story about the corpse flower. Oh, th- didn't we just have one? But no, it's only like once every few years, but it seems like it's like all the time. <sighs> so this uh, saying, just in time for Halloween, a rare corpse flower that gets its nick- uh, nickname from its horrible smell <laughs> is expected to bloom sometime this week at uh, Dartmouth College's greenhouse. So the name of the plant's name is Morphe.
1: I mean, is this one of those things where now we have to go smell it sometime? If I we, mean,
0: we have to. I kind of just want to. Just to say that you smelled it. Um, so it's a arum. I guess it's kind of uh, planted as it. it's native to Sumatra's um, equatorial rainforests and has long, pointy stalk with a skirt-like covering and tiny yellow flowers at the at the base. So when it blooms for several days, it has an odor described as rotting flesh, a yeah. decaying animal, or even soiled baby diapers. Gross. Yes. Extra grass. So you can visit the greenhouse if you're around Dartmouth and you want to go and see it in person. Or you can check it out on their webcam that is streaming it. So since it is Wait, an older... is it
1: streaming it right now as it's blooming?
0: Uh, it, I don't know if it's blooming right now. So it's 15 years old.
1: I'm sure it's called like a death flower. What are they called again? Corpse flower.
0: Corpse flower. Yeah. Yeah, I, just, yeah. Yeah, I know. I know. Um, so it's green and burgundy. And it last bloomed in 2016. And before that, in 2011. So I guess it's rarer for it to bloom, but as it gets older, it blooms more and more frequently. Okay. Uh, so it's at currently at a, f- a height of 7 feet and 6 inches.
1: Okay. Yes. So um, you just go there, you smell it, and be like, oh, this you is You smell gross. like it's
0: like, oh, this is disgusting. <coughs> Why am I here smelling this thing? Yeah. And then you leave.
1: So you wouldn't go?
0: I mean, I would if it was in town. You would. You know. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't go out of my way or pay money to go and smell. That's something That's what I was going to ask. Like, how
1: long would you wait, and how much would you pay?
0: Mm. Nothing and not long. Okay. Or not long and nothing. Yeah. How about you?
1: Yeah, that's probably it. I would be willing to pay if I didn't have to wait in line. I'd be willing to pay four dollars.
0: Sm- okay. Four dollars.
1: No, no, never mind. I don't want to pay four bucks for that. No, I probably wouldn't. Yeah, don't. I wouldn't.
0: I, if you want to smell that, just like. Go down to, like, East Burnside, close to the river, and just take yeah. a few sniffs down there. Yeah. You'll be I've, fine. No, I probably wouldn't. Yeah. I wouldn't pay for doors. All right. This story reminded me—this <laughs> next one reminded me of you. So anyway, corpse fire blooming, blah, 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 whatever. Um, this next story reminded me of you when we did go to that horrific Halloween store, which is, like, really scarred me. I don't know why. Yeah, it
1: really hit home for you It for was some just. Reason. So what was it that did it? The
0: bright lights, the noises, the smells, the uh-huh. noises— the people like the lack of um, anyone having like knowledge of like the space around them just brushing up against you a lot of people not
1: understanding the personal bubble and all that screeching
0: screaming cell phones Mm -hmm. it was just bright like there's stuff stuff littered everywhere in
1: those situations where it is it's kind of like a wild west shopping experience where you know yeah, normal rules are thrown out because everybody knows the store's only there for that certain amount of time Mm -hmm. and stuff could get thrown on the floor and the employees they don't care they have nothing invested in it no you know, they're just they're, they're there because it's some good work for a couple of weeks. And then, you know, they're on to something else. Yep. So they don't really care. No. And, and I don't blame them at no, all. No, because
0: there's nobody even walking around on the floor. Like, there's just stuff thrown oh, everywhere. Yeah. yeah. Like, you're stepping over, like, clown masks and bodies all sorts of, like, yeah. And
1: maybe bodies. Yeah. So I do get it. I do get it. But yeah, the personal space thing is definitely an issue at those things mm-hmm. because it's like they throw out those part of societal like norms too, and that that's the part I don't like. Oh yeah. Like I, I don't like being like kids bumping up against me. It's, it's not my No, it's not my and jam. like and
0: people aren't minding not their children faith. and their children are like like running into you mm-hmm. and like breaking things and I'm mm-hmm. like yeah, I'm all
1: gangs are forming. And, yeah, <laughs> yes,
0: it's a wild west. I mean, yeah, there's a fire in the corner. And no, the one we went to was like on a hundred and something, and somebody crashed a car in It, and, it yep. was, it was bad. Mm-hmm. It was, there was also outside of it. I don't know if you remember this, but there was some bright, like fluorescent yellow liquid.
1: Yeah. I still that wasn't was, sure what that was or how it, it was associated It looked like some sort of place.
0: toxic sludge that was like outside. So you step over. It didn't look
1: like paint. You step. It no, it was look like this. Like paint. It, was,
0: it was like almost like mucusy. Like it had this. It was like this toxic sludge. You had to step you know. over. Then there was the random guy with the flyer to go to his his Halloween party for ten dollars. Yeah, come to my and party. There was like
1: screaming. Come ch- to my party. Well, there's sounds and there's wailing. There was some girl yelling at her mom. I remember. And then. The mom was just standing there, just like listening to this girl, like "nah, you need to." Come. Oh yeah. Um, People throwing tantrums. Yeah, it was it was pretty mad in there. Oh uh, uh, yeah.
0: I think that would be like.
1: There's like a pickpockets roaming around, probably. And, oh,
0: probably. Yeah, yeah, and people walking around with, like, their masks and... on. Like, there are these terrifying masks that people are walking around. In. Like, you're in a store in an unfamiliar place with strangers in there, no supervision whatsoever, and people are running at you with masks
1: on. One person in there is a real serial killer? Yes. Like, an actual one just going there? Or at least he's going to, like, steal
0: your stuff. Yeah. All right. Anyway, no, so this is why this line. reminded me of it. Because I remember when you were looking at your uh, pirate stuff and you were mm-hmm. like, oh, this, look at this thing I'm getting. And you had a gold tooth. <laughs>
1: I like grills, man. I want. should get a grill. Well, an Alabama
0: up. woman was very scared this past weekend after she used the adhesive that came with some plastic zombie teeth she had purchased, and they got stuck in her mouth. Ew. They got stuck to her actual teeth. How did...
1: Like, did she use glue,
0: or she did she use... She used the adhesive that came with the zombie teeth. So this woman's name is Anna 2. She was planning to be a zombie for <laughs> Halloween and spent $3 on a pair of fake teeth for the costume. So she uh, used the adhesive that came along with the zombie teeth, but um, she realized after trying to loosen them a bit that they were... Wait, did
1: she call them zombie teeth? Yes, yeah, she said zombie teeth.
0: But I've seen the picture. It looks like No, those are teeth.
1: vampire teeth.
0: They aren't vampire teeth. They're all spiky. Huh.
1: Okay. I, yes, wouldn't call those, the, I wouldn't call those zombie teeth.
0: Like the, the spiky fake plastic yeah. teeth that she adhered mm-hmm. to her mouth. Yep. Um, so she realized that she couldn't move the fake teeth, and in fact, they were actually stuck <laughs> to her actual teeth. She said, I was trying to remove them because they were really tight. They wouldn't budge. I even took a pair of wire clippers to cut the tips off of some of them to try and loosen them. That seems dangerous. She couldn't eat or drink because of the fake teeth. That would not budge, but tried drinking hot coffee, hoping the heat would loosen the glue. Didn't work. She said, uh, nope, the hot coffee just poured out of her mouth. They wouldn't budge. I panicked. Um, I was trying to sleep with them in my mouth, but there wasn't any <laughs> sleeping. In the morning, she attempted to get out of the situation by uh, making an emergency dental appointment. Oh, so they went she went into the dentist. I uh, said they looked and pulled a bit and they were like, "Well, we're going to have to use a saw." What? Or cut it off in sections or no, drill it off. Way. They really didn't know what to do. I don't know if her dentists don't have any way to get rid of these. Maybe her teeth are really porous. I guess.
1: I mean, you, know, it would if have, you have to be. But... like
0: porous teeth, then that stuff could really adhere. Well, hey,
1: why? Why is there gummy? Why do you have adhesive? I don't know. To
0: keep them from slipping. I've I never guess, worn fake but... teeth because of a weird phobia that I've had. That is exactly that has just come to fruition. What would they get always... stuck? Yes. Huh. That's why. Like when people like color on their teeth and stuff, I am always afraid oh, that I something's color... going to stay. Yeah, no, you
1: don't want to color on them, but. Oh, I guess, yeah, if you have a blackened tooth. Oh, you mean with, like, makeup?
0: Yeah, makeup or, oh. like, yeah. I'm afraid that shit's going to absorb.
1: Well, now you're making me
0: paranoid. I know. That's why I was telling you that I didn't think that you should glue a gold tooth to your
1: face. That's what that was about.
0: All right. So, uh, so they looked and pulled and they heard, like, we're going to have to use a saw or drill. Uh, so she, let's see. So they couldn't use any, um, anesthetic or like numb her mouth in any way Uh during the procedure because they were afraid that they were going to pull her real teeth out by mistake.
1: This is horrible.
0: Yes. So they were able to finally remove them, although she said it hurt quite a bit. And uh, so now her teeth are back to their pre pointy teeth state. And she says, "Uh, I have learned my lesson. I will never do that again and never put anything like that in my mouth. I mean... Woman of few words.
1: But that hasn't happened to anybody else.
0: Maybe it like, hasn't. People just do There's something I feel like it. she's
1: not saying. Like, they weren't sticking, so she dropped in super glue in there or something.
0: I mean, maybe. That could be... I like, mean, I just... I
1: can't imagine it's that strong for just one person out of everybody. I mean, you know, it sounds horrible. I feel like there's more to this story. Okay. I feel like some investigative journalism needs to happen on this.
0: Well, I do have one more story, and this is an update on a woman that we've talked about before because she is now moving on to a new relationship with somebody who has been quite special to her for about nine months now. I'm talking about a woman by the name of Amethyst Realm.
1: Which one was she? She was the...
0: Amethyst Realm is the woman who has claimed to have had sex with 15 ghosts. That's right. Well, she is now announcing that she is getting ready to settle down with Wait. her new haunty beau.
1: I thought she already had one that she, she was did. They were
0: No, they weren't settling down yet. She was exclusive with him. Oh, now she's ready. she was just
1: exclusive. Yes,
0: this, is, this story is dated from today, Greg. I know my okay. Am- Amethyst Realm updates. I know. Updates. I'm sorry. All right. Uh, so Amethyst Realm, who claims that, um, amongst other things, she has joined the Mile High Club with a ghost before, um, says she's now ready to settle down. Could you
1: imagine having to sit next to her on the plane when she's like, oh, sorry, <laughs> it's my ghost lover.
0: Oh, God. Like, uh,
1: that's so, oh, like, well, what did she...
0: After a nine-month relationship... That? I want to hear the story behind After that. a thrilling nine-month relationship, Amethyst, Thru- Amethyst Realm does say now that her ghost lover has asked her to marry him <laughs> during a romantic vacation the they went on last lover. weekend. Oh, so well, the ghost she,
1: can leave the house and... Well, she
0: said, she explains, he didn't get down on one knee because he doesn't have any. So I don't think she can see him is what she's saying.
1: Uh, how so does she, she said, know...
0: They took a trip last weekend, a romantic rendezvous, if you will, to the Wookiee Hole Caves in Somerset. And she said she finally heard his voice as he popped the question.
1: I mean, does she walk around like with her hand out like she's holding the hand of the ghost? Uh, she said
0: I, that she could hear his voice when he proposed. It was deep, sexy, and real. <laughs> uh, she said yes, and she says uh, she's left him to decide what kind of ring she gets. Although she's hoping for an amethyst stone because, you know, her name is Amethyst.
1: How old is her ghost lover?
0: She doesn't say. She doesn't know. But she is planning a countryside wedding. And who see. are
1: her friends? Are there pictures of her friends?
0: She's she set on having a hand fasting ceremony, which I guess is an English thing, where their hands are tied together, symbolizing their connection. How? How, how is she? I she, really want to know how she's going to pull that off. Well, I mean, if she can have sexual relations with him, maybe she can feel his hand. Well, yeah, but if you're tying it
1: around, what's it tied to? Uh,
0: his ghost hand, Greg.
1: Sorry, You're, that makes perfect sense. I mean, You're I guess if like
0: heard. if the only body part that she's like basically specifying that she can feel is like the
1: yeah, how does she know she's having sex?
0: I mean, maybe it's tied to that. Ew. Ew. Um. So yeah, countryside wedding. Their hands are be tied together. She predicts, she predicts it'll be a huge wedding, oh. but they haven't agreed on the details yet. And she says that her spirit fiance doesn't even have a name. What?
1: Wait, doesn't have a name?
0: No. They're just in loving love. They don't need to have names.
1: They don't need to be burdened by
0: names or bodies or anything.
1: Let's get married.
0: She said that (laughs) she actually isn't, she doesn't know his name, and she isn't actually even 100% sure that he is male. But she does enjoy the sexual relations that she doesn't go into great detail with, except for the fact that she enjoys herself. She said that she enjoys herself more with her spirit lovers than with actual men. Her family, who Amethyst uh, describes as alternative, oh, is not faced God. by her relationship, and her friends are just pleased that she has found love. Probably because Amethyst it's, it's oh. like oh, there's like whatever, at least she's fucking like seeing somebody. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Like just let it go.
0: Well, I mean, uh, so the original story had happened when Amethyst met her spirit level lover in the Australian bush, and then he followed her back to the UK. She claims on the way home, they had joined the mile, club, uh, mile Hut Club and had sex in the toilet of the plane. No. So when I was in Australia, I was taking a walk, and suddenly it approached me. Just something you feel, an emotional, physical presence. Oh. That's when I fell in love with it. Oh, my. It's the one. So also, this is, oh, the last story was that she wanted to have a, a ghost baby.
1: That's what it was. Thank you. I thought <laughs> I we had something not before, yes. you know, not long ago about her.
0: Yeah. Um, She did have a human... That's my ghost lover. She did have a human fiancé once, which, of course, um, she had spoken about that she broke up with her, or um, she left her fiancé after he walked in on them, on on her having sexual relations with a ghost. Oh,
1: my God. Can you imagine every time this story comes up, that guy's like, oh, thank you. (laughs) Oh, man. I was that close. I was that close. No, (laughs) just worrying about had he actually gone through with
0: that. It's like, oh, thank God. Yeah. Well, she said, you know, she's never going to say no to future ghost lovers, but right now, the one that she's with um, looks like they might, they might be getting hitched. Might be the real deal. Might be the real deal.
1: Congratulations. Yes. Would Amethystro? you officiate that wedding? Yes. Oh yes.
0: Oh yes. <laughs> A ghost wedding. Yeah. Yes. That's reading's gold, man. Oh, I know. Yeah.
1: Well, so maybe you, you should go. reach out
0: and say that you would be happy to officiate. If you haven't found love and you're looking for it, maybe go bonkers like Amethyst Realm. Or, you know, find your own ghost lover. All right, let's do roll to
1: I'm in love and she's a ghost. Deal with it.
0: I could see that on a sassy t-shirt. Mm-hmm. They could buy it at the Spirit Halloween store. Was, yeah. <laughs>
1: My girlfriend's a ghost. Deal with she's it. She's super hot. <laughs> 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 And a supermodel in she Canada. She was a model. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> she a model in the 1700s. All right. Um, <laughs> uh, I, let's see. As far as ball talk, I guess there's just really nothing to talk about. Nothing happened.
0: Greg, who were you predicting was going to win the World Series? I can't quite put my I finger on it.
1: don't really pay that close attention to sports. What's, is that soccer? Say it. I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. Major League Baseball season's over. We're looking to next season.
0: Say Things it, Greg. move on. Some people don't know. To the next this season. This is your responsibility. You said that ball talk is to educate people who might not know a lot about what's going on in sports. Way
1: to throw it back on me. Tell them, Greg. Boston <sighs> Red the World Series champions.
0: Say anyway. it clear. Use your words, Greg.
1: A team from Boston.
0: The Boston Red Sox.
1: Massachusetts. Did uh, uh, Boston Red Sox won the World Series. Damn it.
0: Against him. Just as I predicted? No, no, you can't oh. do that.
1: Against the L.A. Dodgers, who I predicted would win this, the World Series this year. But it was three damn games away from it. You have to give me credit. That was pretty good. That was pretty good. Three games away from winning.
0: As my friend's No Fear t-shirt said when I was in eighth grade, second place is first loser.
1: Wow. Did your friend also have a Big Johnson shirt?
0: Oh, yeah. No Fear was cool. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Boston Red Sox, fine. <laughs> Red Sox have won. They deserve to win. They are an amazing uh, team. As it's being noted in our live
0: chat right now for Fun and Live supporters, here, though, is why... Oh, Greg is fighting justification in this right now.
1: It's annoying. Let me tell you why. As Jasmine says, 11 Boston championships this century. That's ridiculous. The city of Boston is spoiled rotten with sports teams.
0: It's a really weird thing to get angry about.
1: Five Super Bowl championships, four World Series
0: championships,
1: an NBA championship, and a Stanley Cup championship. That's stupid. No city should have that many in that short amount of time. And here's the thing. What's going to happen is all those kids are going to be such shit apples. They are going to be intolerable the rest of their lives because they've grown up with, like, a championship basically every year.
0: You know that... Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Boston people aren't notoriously like the most friendly. Have you ever been to Boston?
1: No. But, I mean, I'm, I'm not ripping on Boston people. I'm saying they're kids. Imagine how intolerable those kids are going to oh, be. Oh, they'd be like Lakers All kids? they've had is championships. They're, they've gone to a—those kids have gone to a Super Bowl parade, an NBA championship parade, a Stanley Cup parade, and a World Series parade. Wow, we never get...
0: Oh, we went down for the You Timbers know the last one. time the Blazers won? Yes, 1977, you say this all the time. You said that yesterday or the day before. We didn't do a show yesterday. Well, then I feel like you say it all the time because then do you want me to bring up the fact that it's your fault? Uh,
1: Jasmine in the chat said, Boston fans are super humble. (laughs) (laughs) That is (laughs) bullshit. That part at least is bullshit. Um, But yeah.
0: Wicked nice. they
1: They won. And they did deserve to win. They were a really good team. Damn it. (laughs)
0: <laughs> oh, I do Yeah, I just remembered Something that we need to talk about tomorrow BS
1: When where that happened Also the MLS playoffs are upon us MLS playoffs Are the sir. Timbers doing good? The Timbers are in a play-in game That it takes place tomorrow oh. I was thinking it was tonight But no, it's tomorrow Cool. Well, On
0: Halloween This
1: is Halloween This is Halloween Yep, Timbers play Dallas tomorrow. All right, that concludes this edition of Ball Talk. Damn it. Okay, so for— So close. I was so ready <laughs> to start bragging. I already had things in mind I was going to be doing.
0: You know how grateful everybody uh, is that you were wrong? Planned out. Um out. So for tomorrow, I do want to oh. tell you that I do have a new— There's
1: a whole Golden State Warriors theme, you know, two and three years. I was
0: going to go— okay. <sighs> So since I was not feeling well yesterday, I did end up, end up watching um, a couple movies, one of which is one of the best, worst, lifetime horror movies that I have ever seen. It is solid gold. What is And it it's available for free. I don't want to say it. Okay. Because I'll talk about it tomorrow. Okay. So that way then everyone can watch it. It was hilarious and very well done. Um, and I kind of want to give my synopsis of it because it, it's, okay. a, it's a new movie that came out on Lifetime. Awesome. And it has to do with um, a voodoo doll. And it moves and runs around, and it is the best thing I've ever seen. Okay, I'm interested. Yes. All right, so you're going to give that synopsis tomorrow. Tomorrow, for for Halloween. On tomorrow's episode of Fun
1: Employment Radio. And thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Thank you to everybody who's purchasing your tickets for the Portland Podcast Festival. Thank you to Makers Mark, Portland Mercury, Rainier Beer, Digital Trends, The Manual, all of our fine sponsors. That are, uh, that are coming in and sponsoring for the, the uh, podcast festival. They're making it more, possible, and so yeah, are you. Yeah, we really do appreciate it. Mm. And uh, we appreciate everybody purchasing those tickets. Come on yes. out and hang out with us. Buy your tickets. Buy your
0: tickets. Buy your tickets. Buy your tickets.
1: It's Laughing Planet, also. Awesome. Ooh,
0: they're delicious. Asylum Shebop. Ooh. Support us. That was... I think Jason was more excited about that. Jason one. was very <laughs> excited.
1: All right, we'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio.
0: Dot <laughs> by friends. Calling
1: him out. <laughs> Bye, everybody.
0: Bye.